Beards for Radio. Hey, this is Joe. And this is Sasha. And uh, we got some stuff to cover, man. We got some Star Wars news. If you want to kick us off. Yeah, Star Wars, man. We just got done with, in my opinion, a successful Han Solo movie. I liked it. Mm-hmm. The the box office numbers didn't say too much, but you know, when you're dropping and you know, right behind a, a little bit behind infinity wars and Jurassic parks right out, there's a lot of good, you know, these action type movies that are, were out that are, came out around, uh, you know, Han Solo time. So I don't think that, I think that's the reason why it did bad, not just because it, you know, it was unliked in the theaters, but you know, we see Donald Glover played a, a younger Lando no episode nine's coming out, and Billy D. Williams is reprising his role as the older Lando Calrissian, which yes. I think is much needed because he paid, played such a pivotal role in five and six that that he needed to come around. You know, I'm saying especially especially in uh, um, episode six. So I'm I'm definitely excited to see it. Big Billy D. Williams fan, Apollo Creed to Star Wars. So this is exciting news for me. Absolutely. So oh, what's your so take happy on, that this is happening because that was one of my biggest criticisms of the first two movies of this new trilogy. You know, Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. It's like, where was he? Where was Billy D? Where was Lando Calrissian? Um, but I am kind of worried that he's going to get killed off now <laughs> because we've seen Han Solo and then Luke Skywalker, and <laughs> now. Now Lando's coming back, so now I'm kind of like nervous about that. But overall, that's fantastic. Um, ups my excitement because I was really wondering where he was. Yeah, most definitely. And you know, it's it's great when you you know you watch uh, uh, Solo and you and, and you see you know the the kind of kind of like the origins of you know Lando and Solo meeting up and like. Lando and in Solo is so out for himself. You know what I'm saying? He's, he, he, you know, he's a he's a trickster. He cheated the cards. He left them. You know, you know, he took off in the Millennium Falcon and mm-hmm. kind of needed him. You know, uh, so like you, you see that like he's kind of like for himself. And then, um, you know, in in Episode uh, Five, you see that he's kind of still that way because you know he gave up. You know, everybody to Vader and you know you know the empire and everything and then and then six he kind of like you know kind of reprises himself and everything like that and he comes to and he's a good guy and he helps out and this that and the third so it's it's cool to see his progression as a character lando's character from young to old you know it's kind of like the same way with solo you know from young to old i like that progression and i'm glad that they're carrying it on to episode nine i think it's just he, he needed to be there you know you're right where where has he been you know the past few episodes yeah um and as far as like the the next installment goes like really that's all we know about it so far is that um i guess lando's coming back <laughs> yeah lando's coming back man it's uh it's exciting and i read something about uh a conspiracy that they can still bring uh, Han Solo back, which is, um, you know, I'm not going to, you know, elaborate on that because I don't want to get my hopes up. <laughs> I would love to see that. But, 
you know, that's, uh, you know, neither here or there. And it's, it's just funny because, uh, you know, we posted it on our Facebook and we got some people from old class like, oh, I thought Donald Glover was playing Lando. We're like, yeah, Lando 40 years later. She's like, yeah, I lost. I'm like, not fucking saying it, don't even comment, you know, but. It's all not, fun. Not it's saying fun, Donald Glover stuff, couldn't yeah. pull off uh, being a dude forty years older than himself, but I'm I'm, I'm sure he could with, with the right makeup. <laughs> but there's no replacement for the original man, the OG Lando Calrissian. No. Yeah, no. Cloud. This is Cloud City. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Good stuff, man. I'm glad I'm, that's going down. But um, yeah, man. But uh. Probably gonna see you like you said. You probably gonna see Lando, you know, get killed off, you know, retire off. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we're not gonna probably see him anymore. Hopefully, he doesn't go that way. It's nice, but yeah, I'm excited to see Episode Nine and see what that brings and see how you know how Kylo and uh, what's her face? I, I'm drawing a blank. If they're related, you know, if Ray, if, if Kylo and Ray are related, if not, how they're how they're connected. So there's a whole lot to look forward to that movie. This is just, you know, an extra layer of cake, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to move on to a little NFL news? What was that? Want to move on to a little NFL news? Yeah, we got some NFL news. Um uh earlier this week, um unsigned running back DeMarco Murray kind of surprised maybe not surprisingly but it was kind of out of the blue announced his retirement from the NFL after um seven seasons playing and um you know it it did kind of take me off guard but you know it makes sense to me like I can't fault him for it he's he's still got his mind as far as I know he hasn't suffered any concussions and he's got all the money now so it's like aside from a Super Bowl ring which you know Really, at this point, just depends which team you sign with. You know, I don't think he really had much left to play for. He had a solid career, and I I totally back him on that. You know. Yeah, most definitely. If you know, he played what seven seventy seven seasons. They say average is four to five years. You know, he peaked. He 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 went above the average. You know, like you said, leave with your mind. I think that's so so important. We saw that San Francisco 49ers, that second year player. Um, his mind eludes me as well. Um, he's like, you know what? He's like, I, I made my NFL money. I, I have a great degree. I want to leave here with my mind intact, you know, and be able to, you know, walk and see my kids and my grandkids and so on walk. And I can invest this money and this, that, and the third. And, and I can't hate, I can't hate when somebody puts family in health, you know, over a career that could potentially make them a vegetable later on in life. So, yeah, um, I'm 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 with Demarco Murray on this one. He's um, if he feels it's time to retire, you know, only he knows. We we can't we can only speculate. You know what I'm right. saying, only he knows. And you know, I I hope everything's you know 100 silent with the man. You know, God bless him and his family. I wish nothing but the luck, best of luck in this world. But it's sad to see somebody like with such good talent like that go. Especially, I felt like he had he had more to show us. You know, he had way more potential than we actually got to see because of, you know, injuries and whatever and whatnot. But, hey, man, life goes on, and hopefully DeMarco Murray can still do stuff within the football, you know, capacity, just not on the field in pads, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I want to move on to this next topic. Um, 
we it's almost rare that we see even a standalone superhero movie now but apparently there is a standalone villain movie in the works that we will get from dc and it's going to be starring one of my favorite actors out there actually yeah man joaquin phoenix dude is gonna play the origins of joker which this is very exciting because i think joaquin phoenix can definitely pull it off i'm not saying that oh you know i'm not gonna be the person to be like oh just heath ledger is the best joker you know i'm not gonna be that kind of guy because Mm -hmm. i didn't mind jared leto's joker i like to take the head on it like maniac maniacal you know what i'm saying and and it was it was fitting i I didn't mind it right walking phoenix you know i i feel like that he's that good of an actor and and able to go outside of the box so much that he he can probably he can nail this part this can probably to me you know like how iron man brought Robert Downey Jr. from you know, the dull drums of a career, you know, his career. I think this could be the same thing with Joaquin Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's brought us great stuff. You know, the Johnny Cash movie, Man in Black. Um, you know, we can go on and on, on and on about, you know, what Joaquin Phoenix has done. But I think this can bring him back into, you know, the big leagues again, you know. But that's – we got to see. We got to see how that's going to go. Mm-hmm. But an origin Joker story – is great. I think it's well needed. I personally thought it, uh, Lauren Cohen was going to be the next uh, a next person to play Joker on the big screen, in the in the you know especially with the Flashpoint movies coming out and you know we can get into that later. But yeah, dude, this is this is, this is a cool little find I found. You know I you know I I, I follow Nerdist. I'm uh, that's uh, Chris. God, why am I drawing blanks today? Chris, um, the dude who does Talking um. Dead. I know who you're talking about. The guy who hosts uh, Talking Dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a website. It's called Nerdist. Hardwick. He does it with another Hardwick. guy. Hardwick. Oh, Chris Hardwick. Bam! Chris Hardwick. Perfect. Yeah, but he the Nerdist website, that's like one of the best websites to get, you know, up-to-date comic and up-to-date, you know, Walking Dead shows that are, you know, in the, you know, the comic world, I want to say. But, yeah, man, I, I'm really excited for that, for Walking Phoenix, yeah. uh, for Joker. And he's not going to – presumably like i'm just assuming he's not gonna start out crazy like we're gonna get to see that transition from like joker being a person maybe like starts with his childhood or something and just like becoming this crazy you know prince of chaos clown that he is right i think i think they're going the route i think i forget what he was he's like something happens in his family I know, and then Joker goes in like to the mob, and they say, "Hey, you got to do this job and this, that, and the third, And something goes wrong in the job, and you know he falls in the vet, becomes a Joker, and mm-hmm. the family dies, and blah, blah, blah. But I'll be elaborate on it a little bit more. I think that kind of be cool, right? Kind of like what yeah, we saw with the, uh, the Jack Nicholson Joker in um, uh, Tim Burton's movie. You know, right? Very similar, but you know, I think I think Jack was a little more like too much of a mobster in the beginning before joker i think joker the original jokers he was just a mild-mannered funny guy you know what i'm saying and then you know it just life took a turn and he turned dark so i hope they have a lighter version of joker before he becomes the joker i think that'll follow the origins a lot better yeah yeah 
and like I said, like it's it's almost rare to see even standalone superhero movies now. And here we are getting a standalone villain movie, but obviously it's for the best villain out there. Like in in my opinion and in the opinions of many, like it's it's so difficult to top the Joker as the best villain. Oh, I, I agree. And you know, I'm a I'm I'm a Marvel I'm a Marvel guy over DC guy all day, but Joker is the the most iconic villain of all time. Yeah. Of all time, you know, what I'm saying that him and Hitler, him and Hitler are neck and neck, you know, in my opinion. So, <laughs> not not nearly as many people have uh, have a Hitler fetish, though. So, <laughs> understandably so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, understandably so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, um, if you want to flip flip flop more to the football side, um, did you hear about uh, uh, Shady McCoy? What's going on with him? You know that is some. Conf- he got it. He got his girl. He got his girlfriend beat up. That is some confusing and messed up shit that's happening. And I, at this point, I don't know what to believe because I think like I've, in the last couple of weeks, we've seen evidence that he called in his boy to go over and like collect the jewelry and have her beat up if she wasn't going to hand it over. But also, there's been some evidence that maybe she set him up and is framing him. I don't know what's going on. Like that's, it's almost like any nothing is beyond the uh, the belief at this point when it comes to NFL players and what they might do. Oh yeah, dude, I'm with you, man. Like, like this is like mind, like not mind blowing to me, but like when I heard it, I was like, this typical NFL. And it's sad to say, you're, you're, you're right, dude. It's like, it's like, it's not beyond these players to do this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? We've been seeing it, you know, everyone thinks, oh, we've been seeing it since Ray Rice. We've been seeing it before that, you know, Caruth, damn near, he he killed his girl with the baby in the stomach and the baby survived. You know what I'm saying? And bro, it's been going, it's been going for a long time. And is, is it this, you know, this, the whole CTS thing? Is it like brain injury that's causing these guys to make these stupid ass decisions when they're multi-millionaires you know what i'm saying but like you said we don't know did he make that decision or is he being framed Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's such a conundrum it's crazy i mean we always want to side with innocent until proven guilty but even though lashawn mccoy is an individual there's just such a track record with nfl players and more often than not they are guilty of this shit so it's 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 difficult. I haven't really read all the way into it because honestly the details and a lot of the thought of it is just unsettling and uncomforting. Um, like, right. I've seen some of the photos that have come out. Like it's, uh, some about Bill's running backs, man. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and if she, and if she set him up, she has to be one twisted individual to be allowed to get her ass beat like that. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if you're that, twisted it and like you know crazy in your head to let somebody pistol whip you just so you can set somebody up bro like what a nutty lady man you know that's, yeah like that's why it's difficult to believe that she could have been framing him because it's like who would just willingly take a beating like that like that looked brutal dude brutal brutal not just a beating like a pistol whipping like she said he got heat that they do pistol whipped her you know right. And you're, and, you're, and you're right, dude. Some of these players, we, 
Go ahead, Joe. Over some, I was just saying, like it was over some jewelry that, like, from what I understand, is like McCoy borrowed it, but he gave it to her. But now the people who lent him the jewelry wanted it back, and he thought she wouldn't give it up. Right. It's it's fucked up. Right. It's 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 not it's it's not clear cut what goes on. So like you're right, we can't take who whoever side. But like sometimes in some cases there's a clear cut side. Like did you watch a Pac Man Jones fist fight video in the airport? <laughs> well, Pac Man Jones is Pac Man Jones. Like he's gonna do oh, what Pac Man Jones does. But, but I'm on Pac Man Jones' side. Did you see the video? Oh, no, I haven't watched the video. So the, so Pac Man Jones is walking in the airport and he's with you know a female. Mm-hmm. And this, this, uh, this, like, I don't, I don't know if this guy's a security for a TSA agent or security for the airport. It's just talking shit to Pac-Man Jones, talking shit to Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man Jones is talking shit back, walking, whatever, whatever. This dude's like, fuck that. I don't know where, dude. Just comes and rushes through, knocks his girl aside that Pac-Man Jones with and, like, pushes him into, like, a closed, like, you know, like some, some, uh, stores in the in the uh in the airport they like have the security like door that they pull down like when you go to the mall you know and they're shutting down they, sh- they have the big wall you know they shut it down with the big old like drop down mm-hmm. fence he pushed him into that dude and then pac-man was just like fuck this dude dropped everything and it was swinging on dude dude was taller so he kind of it kind of looked like he was swinging wildly but he knocked the guy back and then hit him a few times but the other guy got arrested man the cops came saw the video and said All hey right. You're defending yourself. The the, the chick he's with had her, her hand because he pushed like he pushed through her and like like sprained her sprained her wrist or whatever. But yeah, the guy got uh, arrested, man. So it's like you know, like this stuff happens to these NFL players, and like sometimes it's like a clear cut case, and sometimes it's you know Lashawn McCoy. You know, we're we're getting two sides of the coin, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's it's. I just don't think it's a good look for the NFL all around. You know what I'm saying? It's just not a good look, especially if they're trying to change their image. You know, I don't think that stuff like this really helps. No. <laughs> um, something I wanted to talk about was um, we're getting closer to the college football season with every day yeah. that slowly goes by in July and then August. And um, I don't know, like it's it's the preseason individual rankings list time of the year you know we're seeing who the top 10 running backs and quarterbacks are in the country and in the big 10 and i just think there's one player that's kind of getting disrespected and obviously i'll come out as biased as um uh, on this but that's fine with me i just i don't see why brian lewerke isn't getting as much talk as a lot of other players in the big 10 you know what i'm talking about most definitely, but everything everywhere I've been reading, they've been ranking him top three. They've been putting Trace McSorley has been one. You know that's that, that's kind of a no brainer. Trace McSorley being number one, I get it. You know, say so Duke Duke can do it with his feet and his arm, but who is right behind him is Lewerke, man, because that Lewerke can do it with his legs and his arm. You know what I'm saying? And then in third, I've been seeing Shea Patterson for Michigan. You know that that to me is more of a conundrum, why would you put that man at three? You know what I'm saying? You can't take what he did in old Miss and kind of combine with what's been going on in Michigan right. since Harbaugh has been here and not be like, Oh yeah, I think he can be plugged in at three. I, I just think he's too much of an unknown. I don't think you can put, rank him all the way down at number 10. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or four, 
or Beck, but I don't think he merits a three. I just, I just, that that's just off of not seeing anything. But Lewerke and Trace McSorley, dude, those are the two best quarterbacks in the Big Ten. And I don't think he's getting downplayed or disrespected, Joe. I think I think people know know what the hell Lewerke's about, mm-hmm. and they know what what Michigan State's about and Dan Antonio's about, dude. And well, like you know, Sports Illustrated uh, publishes like their top 100 players. I think it was going into this season. You know, I'm not bitter about Michigan State just placing one player on the list. Like I really don't care about that. But I kind of question. Like, why it was L.J. Scott? Because, honestly, I think even just on the offensive side of the ball, I love L.J. Scott, obviously, but I would have placed Felton Davis and Brian Lewerke above him just offensively, like, just off of fumbles alone. Like, L.J. Scott, he can't hang on to the ball all the time. And he he does take, like, a little bit of time to get going in the game. You really see him start fast. But for me, like – I was kind of, I guess I was triggered <laughs> um, by this list I saw tweeted out by a, a reporter from, I think it was USA Today, who had his top 10 quarterback rankings in the Big Ten. And it was like, excuse me, it was uh, McSorley at one. I think it was Clayton Thorson at two, Shea Patterson, Dwayne Haskins, um, two other quarterbacks. And then Lewerke came in at sixth. And I was like, really, dude? Like Dwayne Haskins, who we've seen play – like half a game at Ohio State I'll, I'll give him that like he did beat Michigan good for him but like Lewerke is coming off of 2800 passing yard 20 pass 20 passing touchdowns to seven picks like he was a game manager who was also one of the better playmakers at quarterback because he could do it with his feet he's a true dual threat quarterback um like we haven't seen any slanting like we almost rarely see in the Big Ten outside of Ohio State you know what I'm saying Right, most definitely. I mean, like, uh, like, hey, we were saying it all the past uh, last year that the dude can do it with his legs and he can do it with his arm. He's a good, he, he has a good head on his shoulders. He's a smart kid, and you know, Sports Illustrated to me, like, I haven't looked at Sports Illustrated as a as a, as a credible sports thing for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Because they're too, P- sometimes they're too PC for me. You know, sometimes I want I want to be a straight shooter. That's why I kind of like Yahoo. I like Yahoo Sports a lot. Bleacher Report, Barstool, because they, they're straight shooters. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of these places I look, dude, I don't even look at Sports Illustrated. They have Lewerke up there, man. You know what I'm saying? Six, no way. Top three, for sure. Number yeah. two, right, in my opinion. Trace McSorley and Lewerke are the two best quarterbacks in the in the Big Ten. Three and, three and on, you, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Nobody's really, nobody's really seasoned. Nobody's really like you know, like oh, I'm expecting a big things out of him. When you say Trace McSorley and Lewerke, you expect big things out of them from what they did from last year. And I do, you know what I'm saying so. Yeah, and I do expect Lewerke to get better in the next season because he was a sophomore in his first full year as a starter. It's only natural he's gonna get better, especially when you look at the track record of Michigan State's offensive staff, like. I don't know. I was very impressed with what he did as a sophomore. I think he can improve on um, his downfield passing, could get a lot better, and his minor decision-making. Like, he was pretty good about when he was throwing the ball. Like, obviously, like, there were a lot of games that were won because he didn't turn the ball over. Um, 
But I think just like downfield passing and making his reads quicker, he can improve on that. And honestly, I think he's got a lot, a lot, a long way to go. Like he's he's gonna get a lot better, I think. You're right, most definitely. I mean, he's gonna be their leader on that in that squad, and and rightfully so. Like I said, Mister Dan's doing the doing his thing up at Lansing. I'll say it before I say it again. It's all about development. He develops these kids. He just doesn't hoard talent and expect it to, you know, work itself out, you know, like my man in Ann Arbor. But I'm not going to give up hope on my 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 boys, but your boys are pretty good with their quarterback situation, man. I, I, I can't say nothing ill about Lewerke. I like everything about him. Him and Trace McSorley are kind of, to me, similar type players. And they're expected to do big things this year, rightfully so. The, the, those are the guys. Those are the quarterbacks that are going to be in the spotlight in the Big Ten. And Shea Patterson, because the whole thing, what's going on over there, and you know, it's just, it's just gonna, it's just gonna happen with his right. story. I can't you know, be transferring, but like, we don't know what he's gonna be yet. Like, I don't know. right, 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 right. Exactly. His film from Ole Miss. Like, honestly, I'm not super impressed. Like. I, I get it. Like, he had to play Alabama, who nobody looks good against Alabama except maybe Jake Fromm. Um, but <laughs> even, even against, like, lesser opponents, like, I just wasn't super impressed by him, to be honest. But I, I have no idea what we'll get from him. Like, that's, that's, a wild, that's a wild card to me. Right. Absolutely. And, and you know what, man? And like I said, I don't, I don't know – I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if bringing in Shane Patterson was, you know, a good thing because it, it could throw off the other quarterbacks who've been there longer, who've been in the system longer, who've been busting their asses longer. I'm not saying that Shane Patterson wasn't busting his ass in Ole Miss, but he wasn't busting his ass in an Arbor with these guys. Yeah. So they, will there be some resentment harbored towards Harbaugh? <laughs> it was kind of a tongue twister. But, I, you know, you know, will it? I don't know. I, I hope it irons itself out. I'm a Michigan man. I always will be. But Michigan State's quarterback situation is pretty damn good. Long as Lewerke stays healthy, knock on wood, um, I think he's able. He's going to be able to pick some defenses apart uh, this coming up season. Right. If he does get hurt, that makes me nervous because he's got a combined zero snaps behind him since uh, since uh, Messiah DeWeaver transferred. But Hopefully that's a conversation we'll never have to have. <laughs> right, absolutely. All right, man. Unless there's anything else we got, I think we covered it all, man. I think we did cover it all. It was a nice short, sweet one for a beautiful Sunday, man. Um some late night it rained a little bit. Um, I kinda wanted to touch on one thing. Um I know the NBA has kind of been a you know snail's pace, a slow down. You know, there's not too many you know big name free agents out there. Trades are kind of wonky, this and that, and third. But I saw um, an article about Chauncey Billups ready to run an NBA team. Hmm. How perfect he likes Dwayne. He likes Dwayne Casey. As Stefanski is an interim, they can bring Chauncey in under Stefanski, get a nice structure going on. But then again. What's going to entice Chauncey to come over here other than everybody loves him in Detroit because he, he's not going to have any draft picks for the next two, three years. He's going to be stuck with these guys for a good minute. So what do you think about Chauncey coming back to GM for the Pistons, if that's even a possibility? This is the first I've heard of him um, 
being open to uh, coming back and running a team. I know everybody in Detroit, um, as soon as there was an opening, was like, oh, Chauncey, we want Chauncey. You know, as like everybody in Detroit would be, you know. Um, you know, I, I don't have any track. We don't have any like track record on Chauncey Billups as making those decisions. So it would be kind of risky. But I think if anybody's going to take a chance on him, it should be Detroit because this is where he won a championship. This is where he built a culture and was unfortunately traded away uh, just like randomly. Um, right, for aging Allen Iverson. Right. I still love AI, but that was a bad move. You know, Iverson's my boy. Um, but, you know, it would be kind of storybook to, like, see if he can redo the rebuild in Detroit like he did when he came. Um, I forget, was he traded for or did he sign as a free agent uh, when he came to Detroit? I think he was Think he, I think when he came to, I think we had picked him up. I want to say for. I think he got. I think he got drafted by the Celtics and ended up coming here on a trade. But don't quote me on that. I'm not. You know, that's not something I really looked into. But um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure about that. Right, right, right. But Chauncey wanted to be a GM for us, man. I mean, like. He'll, he'll be revered like Joe D right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Joe D made like so many stupid, you know, moves, you know, the, the Darko Milicic uh, uh, draft, the stupid moves after, you know, our championship and the, and the almost back-to-back. And like all that stuff, all that stuff was, you know, oh, well, it's still Joe D. He still gave us two championships as a, uh, as a player and one as a GM. You know what I'm saying? So he gets that pass. Right. You know, so like he can come here and if he can give us a championship as a GM, he will be revered as a Jody. There will be Chauncey Billups uh, uh, basketball courts. You know, so they have the Joe Dumars Fieldhouse. There will be Chauncey Billups Fieldhouses around here. If he, that guy can do it, you know. But, you know, I, I, I hope he does. But I just don't see him coming here now, maybe in two, three years when he kind of has the the chess pieces to make his moves. Right now, I think he's just he'd be, you know, hands tied to who he has right here. Right. No freaking picks for the next few years. Um, it was just a thought. I, I, you know, I love Chauncey. It was just a thought since we need a GM, you know. I mean, we're hitting, we're hitting that slow part of the summer, man. Like, <laughs> we're going to have to bank on those type of headlines. <laughs> right. Absolutely. But, yeah, Joe, I think we covered it all, man. Nice, short, and sweet one, bro. Good stuff. But yeah, um, we're probably going to be being NFL heavy in the next you know week or two because that's going to start rolling in. We're going to start seeing more headlines, more you know more moves, more you know trades, more seeing what these rookies are about. Saquon Barkley is looking like a flipping beast, you know. So it's just going to be it's going to be a good talks coming up on football, man. I'm excited. Football's back back in the swing. This is the last month of no football, you know. what I'm saying so. We're just going to get into the uh, you know. The driver's seat there, and uh, so talking about football in a little bit, dude. College and pros, right? Setting times. Have you seen uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom yet? No, me and my wife were gonna go uh, see Mission Impossible the other day, but we just getting around to it. But yeah, I just, I definitely, that's definitely in my that and Mission Impossible are definitely in my uh, top movies to see. Did you see it? I have seen it. Maybe we can talk about it on our next episode. Maybe I might have to just go see it. Um, was it good? 
It was very good. I, I will say I liked it a lot better than uh, the first Jurassic World movie that came out uh, three years ago. Me personally. The, oh, nice, dude. I can't wait for it then. All right. Yeah. That's something we can talk about next week, man. And we're going to be covering more college football, more NFL, more entertainment. You know, there's there, there's more stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. So, exciting times, Joseph. Exciting times, indeed. Thank you for listening, Absolutely. guys. I'm Joe. I'm Sasha. This is Beards for Radio. We're out. See you next week, guys. Peace.